0: Welcome to podcast number 205 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. The title of today's podcast is, What is Abundant Living? We've been in a series dealing with abundant life and being an overcomer. And this particular message, I believe, will be crucial to understand exactly how it all fits together and how God wants us to live a life filled with abundance and filled with the joy of living an overcoming life. So before we get started, though, let's pray and ask for the Holy Spirit's guidance. Heavenly Father, we thank you once again for this opportunity. Pray that you would bless it and anoint it. And I invite the Holy Spirit to come in now and take control, to take charge of everything that takes place in this podcast. I believe, Lord, that today there are people who are struggling with life, maybe feeling that maybe you don't love them or don't care about their needs. And Father, you're gonna lift them up today. And that this podcast and the words that I'm gonna read, your scriptures, Lord, that I'm gonna read to them and we're gonna talk about will help and lift their spirit, Father. They will walk into the realm of abundant living. Father, I believe that's gonna happen. And I call it forth in Jesus' name. And I pray for those who already have a great understanding of this and are living the abundant life, Lord, that they'd use this teaching to help them Speak to others and encourage others to live an overcoming life, Father. I thank you for it. I give you praise for what's about to take place. For I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, it's kind of hard to live the abundant life if we don't understand the instruction manual. Of course, the instruction manual is the Word of God. When I became a believer in Jesus Christ, I wanted to learn as much as possible possible, as much as I could possibly learn about God's Word. And I wanted to understand the change that had taken place in my life. I was different. I felt different. I looked at things differently. I felt that God loved me. I felt that God had a desire for my life and had a plan for my life, but I didn't know how to find the guidance and direction. So thankfully, I went to a good church. My wife and I found a wonderful pastor. He preached from the Word of God, and we were on good Christian friends who helped us to understand what God's Word had to say. You see, my wife and I started instantly to read the Word of God every single day. Personally, I read through the Bible cover to cover twice in my first year of being a Christian. But I have to admit that a lot of what I read was a little confusing to me. It didn't make a lot of sense. Most of it did. A lot of it made a whole lot of sense, but there were things I didn't quite understand. And of course, when I first became a Christian, I read from the King James Version, and it was that language that I don't say much. I don't often say the words, verily, verily, I say unto thee. But I switched later and found a Bible translation that was very helpful to me, and it was the New International Version. And that basically carried us through the first several years of our walk with God. And now today, I like to and really enjoy reading the New Living Translation. And when I've preached the last few years, I've used the New Living Translation. It's a more comfortable translation. says the same thing, but it just says it in today's language. So I, I can say all that to be sure you understand that it's so important to, to understand the Word of God. Now, some people might be saying that they have had the same experience when they read the Word of God. Fortunately, someone told me not to stop reading it just because I didn't understand all of it, but to begin to read the Bible with help from other Christians. Now at the time, I was a banker and I had to read the bank's operation manual. So here I was, a new Christian, and a new bank employee. I had the Word of God with all those wonderful chapters and all that stuff I wanted to read, but then I would go to work, and they gave me this 1,000-page operations manual, which was pretty intense, to say the least. And it's interesting how reading the Word of God and having a tenacity to stay with it and read it helped me when it came to focusing on my work. Because when I saw that manual of a 1,000 pages, I just got right into it. I remember the first time I read through the bank operations manual, I was confused. I did not understand it. Matter of fact, I was miserable with it. But after several years of studying that 1,000-page book, it became very clear to me and very understandable to me. Now, I used that experience, and I used that experience in this podcast to help us understand that the way I was, what I was going through with that 1,000-page bank manual is very similar to what we need to go through when we get through the Word of God. You see, we are challenged when we read to God, but we need to continue to read it, to keep studying it, to never give up on it, and ask the Holy Spirit to help us with it. So I encourage you, if you're not reading the Word of God, at least some part of it every day, even if it's just a verse or a part of a chapter or a few verses, I would encourage you to read it, find a good translation, and, and make sure that's a part of your daily life. Now, before I became a pastor, I taught for over 20 years, Bible studies and Sunday school classes and did a lot of daily reading. And one of the most amazing things about the Bible is that every time we read it, we learn something new. You can't say that about very many books. Matter of fact, you can't say that about hardly anything other than the Word of God. Now, you may be wondering or asking why I've spoken so much today about reading the Bible. Well, let me just kind of tell you how I feel about that. In order to understand what abundant living is all about, we need to search the scriptures. We need to read the Word of God to find the answers. In this podcast, I will refer to several scriptures, but before we do, let me attempt to define abundant living. First, it's more than what we need. It has no limitations. It's endless. It's strength so that we can face the trials of life. Abundant living is more than we can imagine or even think. You see, we serve the God of abundance. He loves us with love that is without limits. There's no limitations to his love. He cares for us every single minute of every single day. He offers abundant life here and abundant life that we will experience in eternity. So remember, abundant living may sound a little over the top for some people, but it's not. Abundant living is really just living what the Word of God tells us. When the Word of God says to trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge Him, then we should make that happen in our life. We need to learn how to trust God and rely upon Him. When the Word of God tells us to seek ye first the kingdom of God and then all these things, you know, shall be added unto you, we need to believe that and trust that. So when we're looking for, by the way, those two things, trust and And seeking God first are part of abundant living because you can't live abundantly unless you trust God. We can't live abundantly unless we seek Him first. And so this is why I've spent so much time at the beginning of this podcast talking about the importance of understanding and getting into the Word of God and believing in the Word of God and applying that to your life so that we can all live that abundant life. Now, probably the most well-known scripture on abundant living is found in John chapter 10 and verse number 10. So let me read that to you very quickly. Jesus is saying these words. I'm reading out of the New Living Translation, John chapter 10, verse 10. I'll probably read verse 11 also. Here's what he says. The thief's is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. Other translations say a more abundant life, or it would say to live life abundantly, or just abundant living. There are various translations, but they're all saying the same thing, that that Jesus wants us to understand the difference between what the devil has to offer and what he has to offer. There are two parts to this scripture, basically just two parts, what the devil has and what Jesus has. The devil's purpose is to basically to steal from us, to steal our peace and our joy and our happiness and our abundant life and our overcoming life. He wants to rob us of that. He wants to kill our spirit and he wants to destroy us. He wants us to pull away from God, deny God and move off in a direction towards him. But Jesus said, my purpose is to give them, that's us, a rich and satisfying life, an abundant life more than abundant life, abundant living. That's what Jesus had for, has for us. So let's get into Scripture a little bit more. I, I have several other Scriptures I want to talk about. But before we do that, I want to pray about these Scriptures before we actually read them, because I want them to come very a big part of your life, of my life. I want us to not only read these and listen to them, but I want us to apply them to our thought life, to what we think about and how we go through life. So Father, help us now as we read the Scriptures. I've read one already. John Ten, ten. But there's several others, Lord, that you've given me that really are crucial to understanding this. This podcast on Abundant Living. So I pray now that those scriptures would become real and alive in our lives. Pray that those who are listening in right now would let the Holy Spirit speak to them and allow these scriptures to go deep into their heart, into their mind, into their thinking process and their evaluation of what they should do and their understanding of their purpose for being here and their understanding of how much God loves them and their understanding of what Abundant Living is all about. Lord, you created us not just to live here on earth and just kind of endure life and get by, but you created us that we can have joy unspeakable and full of glory that we can understand that the joy of the Lord is our strength, that we can understand that we're to live life and live it more abundantly, and that we're to be overcomers, and that we're to be more than conquerors in this life. So I pray as we read these scriptures, Lord, that'll come so real into our hearts and minds that every one of us will draw closer to you and closer to your word and have a better understanding of what abundant living is all about. For ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Before I read this first scripture, I want to ask you a question. Have you ever thought that abundant living had to do with wisdom and understanding and having insight, having knowledge, and having just good old common sense? Well, let's look at Proverbs chapter 2, verses 1 through 12, and I want to show you what the Word of God has to say about abundant living without necessarily even using the word abundance. It's found in Proverbs chapter 2, verse 1 in the New Living Translation. My child, listen to what I say and treasure my commands. All right, we're already living the abundant life if we listen to what God's Word has to say and listen that this is a treasure for us. Verse 2, tune your ears to wisdom. Okay, wisdom then must be abundance and concentrate on understanding. So therefore, understanding is also abundant living. You see, if we don't understand what we're reading in the Word of God or if we don't understand how to deal with a problem, then we cannot live that abundant life. We should get to a point in our life and we will get to a point in our life, What, regardless of what we go through, whether it's good or bad or indifferent, whatever it might be, the circumstances we're living in, that we can still live that abundant life. In the prior podcast, I talked about the Apostle Paul, how he learned how to live the abundant life while he was in prison. And he wrote all those powerful epistles that help each and every one of us to this day. In verse 3, it says, cry out for insight. Okay, that's so so that we can what? Live abundantly and ask for understanding. There's that word again, understanding. God knows that we need understanding in order to live the abundant life. Verse four, search for them as you would for silver. So therefore it's valuable. Seek them like hidden treasures. So therefore abundant living is really a treasure that God has for us. And it says it's hidden, but it's really hidden in the word of God. So we just got to go find it we got to pull it out and read it and receive those treasures. Verse five, then you will understand what it means. to fear the lord and to fear the lord here it's referring to to love him and to care for him and to trust him and to put our hope and confidence in him that's what fear and reverence is to the lord and you will gain knowledge of god here we go another Area of abundant living is to gain knowledge of God, and we can only do that through wisdom. And true wisdom only comes through the Word of God. It's like it's like the word truth. People are always running around looking for truth. I want to find the truth. I want to find the truth truth in this. So they go to one religion or another religion, or they drop out of church, or they come back to a church, or they switch churches, or they change relationships with people, or whatever that they're doing. They're looking for truth. Well, if you're looking for truth, you'll only find it when you get in the Word of God, and you find that Jesus Christ is the only truth, and Word of God is the only truth. So here it's telling us that if we get into the Word of God, we will understand where wisdom comes from, where knowledge comes from, and then we will truly understand that truth and all these things are truly abundant living. Verse 6, for the Lord grants wisdom, that's abundant living again, from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. Well, you put those two together, you know, you can have uh, some smarts in college, you can get some wisdom, you can be intellectual, but not have any real knowledge, not really understand what spiritual things are all about. I can't tell you the number of doctors that I have talked to in the last several years of going through all the treatments that I've had for this multiple myeloma bone marrow cancer diagnosis. I've met a lot of scientists and a lot of very highly educated people, but when it comes to spiritual things, they just don't understand. They don't have wisdom or knowledge in dealing with those things. So even though they've got a bunch of degrees, and even though they're making a ton of money, and even though they seem to be very, very successful. They lack the basic premise of understanding of God's word. They'll sit and talk with me sometimes for 15, 20 minutes asking me questions about faith and about salvation and things that you would think they would understand, but they don't because they've not got into the word of God. And so we need to pray for the intellectuals because the intellectuals basically are are allowing their intellectual status to rob them of having the faith that they need to receive in Jesus Christ. And that's the only way that they're ever going to receive abundant living verse number seven, he grants a treasure of common sense to the honest. You know, a lot of people would say, you mean the words common sense are in the Bible? Yep, in the New Living Translation. That's one of the reasons I like this translation, because it uses words like that that we can relate to. So in, in Proverbs chapter two, and verse seven, we're trying to gain an understanding of what abundant living is all about and what it means to be an overcomer. And look what this says, he grants, that's God, a God grants a treasure of common sense to the honest. You know, we lack a lot of common sense in this world today. There's a lot of things that are being done that just don't make sense. And they would if we had a better understanding of what God's Word has to say about the things that we're dealing with in life today. Verse 7, the second part is, He is a shield to those who walk with integrity. So integrity is abundant living, and therefore we deserve the right to have a shield around us to protect us. Verse 8, He guards the path of the just. Once again, Abundant living and protects those who are faithful to him. Once again, abundant living and living the overcoming life. Verse nine, then you will understand what is right, just and fair, and you will find the right way to go. All of that deals with abundant living. It's amazing to me to think that in Proverbs chapter two, these 12 verses, and I've already gone through about 10 of them, these 12 verses say so much about abundant living, and yet we'll sometimes read that and we'll think that all it's talking about is wisdom and understanding, but it goes way beyond that to show us that God has a plan for us to live the abundant life. I hear in verse 10, Verse 10, for wisdom will enter your heart. That's abundant living. And knowledge will fill you with joy. That's abundant living. Matter of fact, abundant living better have joy in it, right? It better have peace in it. It better have trust in it. It better have confidence in God. Otherwise, we're not living that abundant life. Verse 11, wise choices will watch over you. Understanding will keep you safe. That'll help us live that overcoming life. And verse number 12, wisdom will save you from evil people, from those whose words are twisted. You know, we want to be protected in our life. There's a lot of things going on right now in our country where there's these spams and these these programs to try and steal people's money and rob them and get on their computers and wipe out information and try and get into our bank accounts and steal our finances and try and figure out a way to steal our homes by by setting up new titles to the properties and transferring them out of our name into their name and all these crazy things are happening and that's just the evilness in the world today but god wants us to live that abundant life and we can do that when we have wisdom and understanding so wisdom will save you from evil people that'll lead us into an abundant life from those whose words are twisted we need to get the word of god into us we need to get wisdom into us and we need to have the benefits of what wisdom have to offer so that we truly can live that abundant abundant life and that overcoming life. Okay, here's some more advice about abundant living and what it is. In Proverbs chapter 22, verses one through three, or no, just one and three. I think we'll just read those two. Verse number one, New Living Translation, choose a good reputation over great riches. By the way, that's one of the keys to living abundantly. Being held in high esteem is better than silver or gold. You see, it's it's warning us to what to stay away from and what to be drawn to. And that will give us an abundant life. I want to read that again. Choose a good reputation over great riches. If we wish to receive that, we won't get caught up in any schemes. We won't get caught up in any get-rich-quick schemes. We won't get caught in anybody that promises something that's going to get us rich overnight or something. We've got to be cautious of those things because there's people out there trying to do that to us. So choose a good reputation over great riches and good common sense. Verse number three, listen to this one. A prudent person foresees danger and takes precautions. There's, There's a great example of abundant living. We foresee danger and we take precautions. It says the simple goes on blindly and suffers the consequences. See, a person who's prudent, who's doing what they should do before they make decisions, they're doing what I call uh, taking their due diligence in hand. If somebody comes to you and says, I've got this opportunity for you to invest this much money and you're going to make this much money out of it, and they're promising you this thing that just seems just so amazingly good, we need to be careful, extremely careful of those people because they're basically stating things that most likely will not happen. And we need to do something called due diligence. Due diligence is our time to examine and check out what the person is saying and verify it and find out what in the world this thing's all about. That's called prudence. And that's what it's saying here. A prudent person foresees danger and takes precautions. You see, if we don't, then we'll lose that abundant life. We'll miss out on the opportunities of abundant living if we allow ourselves to be conned by other people and to trick us into doing things and promising us something that's just impossible possible are not going to happen so prudence is crucial to living abundantly i'm not sure why i got into that just like that but i really feel something the holy spirit i believe just gave me and that is to warn people to be very careful with people who are coming to you with these big ideas these great ideas if you've just given me so much money with my idea and your money we can both make a lot of money that's a terrible thing to get involved with and be cautious about that get good advice seek counsel find someone else to look into the deal and be very prudent and protect yourself from being taken advantage of. I just felt like I needed to say that and I believe there's got to be someone here who's listening in who needed to hear some advice about maybe a decision you're about to make. So seek good counsel and be prudent about it. Let me give you another scripture I believe that talks about abundant living. It's found in Proverbs chapter 17 and verse number 22. It's very short and simple but listen to this. A cheerful heart is good medicine but a broken spirit saps a person's strength. So if you want to live the abundant life then we've got to find the joy of the Lord. We have to be cheerful. We have to be positive in the things that we do in our life and be encouraging to other people and have a cheerful heart because it's good medicine for us and for them. Because a broken spirit, the word says, saps a person's strength, which means it robs us of our opportunity to live abundantly as we're getting kind of towards the end of this particular podcast this is the last scripture that i want to share with you it's found in psalm chapter 27 and verse number one and once again it's a wonderful expression of how to live that abundant life So let me just read this to you in the new living translation psalm 27 verse 1 the lord is my light and my salvation, so why should I be afraid? Let's look at that for a second. See, he's our light. He opens up light into our life. For the devil is, is the author of darkness, but Jesus is the author of life. And it says, and he's my salvation, which means my opportunity to be taken from a life of sin into a life of promise and a relationship with Jesus Christ. It says then here, so why should I be afraid? You see, we've got to get fear out of our life in order to live abundantly and to live that overcoming life. And we can only do that through the word of God and the power of our testimony of what God has done in our life. It says here, the Lord is my fortress, protecting me from danger. See, that's to protect us so that we can live this overcoming life. So why should I tremble? You know, David wrote this. He was going through some really difficult times when he wrote it, but he wrote this because he was going through some pretty pretty heavy stuff and he needed to write something that would encourage him and encourage others, and it certainly has. Verse two um, on chapter 27, when evil people come to devour me, when my enemies and foes attack me, they will stumble and fall. You see, they'll fall, not I will fall. When people come after us, we need to stand up and have our confidence in God's word and our trust in God's word to live life abundantly. And that they, not that we want them to fall, not that we want them to be taken away, not that we want them to be sent to prison or anything. I'm just saying that we'll be protected from them and they will have their problems because they don't put their faith and trust in God to live the right life. Verse 3, though a mighty army surrounds me, my heart will not be afraid. Even if I am attacked, I will remain confident. You see, we can be confident in our relationship with God if we have the trust that we need and we have the right relationship that we need and that God is there, will always be there, will never leave us or forsake us. He's a very present help in times of trouble. All those things help us to live the abundant life. So I guess in closing this out, i just like to encourage you to, to understand that you can, can live an abundant life. You can live life as an overcomer and you can do that through your strength in God's word, your trust in God's word through the amount of time that you spend reading it and digesting it and claiming it for yourself and for your life and for your actions and your activities and for your business and for your family and for your marriage and for your walk with God. We can walk with that abundant life if we just simply desire it and desire it more than any other thing. This podcast takes me to completion of the series that I've done on abundant living and living an overcoming life. And I want to encourage you to go back and maybe listen to these podcasts over again because I believe the Lord has given me some wonderful instruction and help. I know I've been encouraged through the whole thing because I get to prepare for it and spend hours in preparation before I get to bring the podcast to you. So I'm double and triple blessed when I get into these and I want that to be the blessing in your life. I want you to remember that you can live a life that's abundant, filled with joy and happiness. You can live a life that is a life of an overcomer if you if you remember that God's word will carry you through whatever the problem might be. If you're having a problem with anxiety, then pull out Philippians four six where it says, "Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about it." Or you can get Psalm forty six ten where it says, "Be still and know that I am God." It gives us instructions that let's just be still and sit back and be patient and wait on God. Or we can pick up Matthew six thirty one to thirty three where it says, "Seek ye first the kingdom." of of God and his righteousness and all this stuff will be added unto us we can get the word of God out and find out that he has so many opportunities in life for us to enjoy his blessings and what he's done for us we should enter into his courts with thanksgiving, with praise. We should constantly give God all the glory and all the honor for what he's done. We should be thankful for what's taken place in our life because without thankfulness, we'll never live an abundant life. Without thankfulness for what's happened in our life, we'll never live a life that's overcoming. So with all that, pray once again and hope that this has been a blessing to you. I'm going to be going into a new series and I'll explain that just a moment at the end of this podcast. But before we do, let me pray to close out this series. Father, thank you once again for the opportunity I've had to bring this podcast to those who are listening in, I pray that you would bless them. And I pray that they would be able to walk in abundance, Father, and enjoy what it is to have an overcoming life. And I pray that would happen to all of us, Father. I don't have all the answers, Lord. You know that. And I'm not always on top of everything and always filled with so much joy. But Lord, I know where to go when I need a dose of your joy and strength and guidance and your a dose of your abundance and a dose of your abundant promise to us and a dose of being an overcomer. I can go to your word. I can get on my knees before God and pray. And I pray those who are listening in will do that and seek you Lord with all their heart. And I thank you for this opportunity. Once again, I pray you would bless them and provide for them. I ask in Jesus name I pray. Amen. Well, I want to say that I'm going to be doing a new series of podcasts and it's going to be very different than what I've done before. It's a series that has to do with business. It's a series that has to do with financing a business or starting a business or turning a hobby into a business. Whatever it might be, the Lord has placed upon my heart and I've been thinking about doing this for a couple of years now and I've been holding off and holding off because I thought, well, maybe a lot of people don't care about this part. But lately, I've had a lot of questions, a lot of people come to me and asking me to talk to them about business issues. So I'm going to be doing a series of podcasts dealing with Christians in business. I'm going to call it something like the art of the fair deal to teach you how to do good, honest, fair deals and transactions in business, how to have a successful business, how to have a prosperous business how to put God first in your business. So as you can tell, there's a lot of energy that I have stored up for that and I'm looking forward to it. So the next podcast will deal with and give you an introduction to how to deal with Christians in business and how to be a successful Christian in business today. So I hope that'll bless you and I'm looking forward to it. If you'd like to get additional information on the podcast that I'm doing here on Quality Christian Living, you can go to my webpage and my webpage has listed all the books that I've written so far. There's five on Amazon. I've written six, but there's five on Amazon right now that may be of help and blessing to you. But more importantly, I think than that is that you can go to my webpage and you will see my link to all the podcasts that I've done so far. This is my 205th podcast and we've covered an awful lot of topics, you know, dealing with faith and finances and the gifts of the Spirit and what prosperity is and what spiritual prosperity is and financial prosperity and a whole plethora of topics. I think that would be a blessing to you. So I hope that you'll do that and And I pray that there'll be a blessing to you in whatever you desire a need of in your life. So once again, I thank you for tuning in and listening to Quality Christian Living and listening to our series on how to live an abundant life and an overcoming life because that is the life that God wants us to have. So with that, I wanna ask you to contact your friends or family members or those that you'd like to know that maybe they have an interest in business and tell them that there'll be a new podcast coming out in my next series, Dealing with Christians in Business. And I'm really excited about it. You know, my background was, I was a pastor, you know, for 20 years. That was the last thing, the most recent thing that I did. And prior to that, my wife and I owned a real estate development company for 20 years. We built custom homes, did what we call land syndications, and we built office buildings and things of that nature. And it was a wonderful business, but the Lord called me out of that to go into full-time ministry. And then prior to that career as a real estate developer, I was a banker for 15 years and learned the financial side of it. So with all that, the Lord has put upon my heart to bring a series dealing with banking and finance and entrepreneurs and Christians in business and what to avoid and the steps that are positive that'll gain you success in your business. But there's just a lot of things we can talk about. I'm looking forward to it. So I pray that you'll tune in and be a part of that and let all your friends and family members know that we're going to be doing that for anyone interested in maybe owning or operating a small business someday or that could become a big business. So I think I've said enough on that. So let me just close. Now, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. So until next time, may God richly bless you. And I want to thank you so much for listening into Quality Christian Living.